Does your writing feel more like spinning your wheels than making any actual progress towards your goals? Are you not even quite sure what your writing goals are? If that's you, you're not alone and you're in the right place. My name is Amy Simon, and this is the Purposeful Pen Podcast, where we uncover how to build a writing life that brings joy to us, glory to God, and benefit to others. Hello, and welcome to the Purposeful Pen. So this week, we are talking about journaling. So journaling is usually a pretty fun topic for writers, right? But why is that? What are the benefits of journaling? And what are some different uses for journaling in the life of a writer? So my hope in exploring this topic is that you'll find some ways to use journaling that maybe you haven't tried before. So first of all, let's define our terms. What is journaling? The dictionary defines it as writing regularly in a journal or diary. Well, gee, thanks, that's not very helpful. So my definition, that I'll be working off of is that journaling is writing stuff down, usually by hand, that's generally not meant to be read by anyone else. So let's just pick that apart a bit. Writing by hand. So can you journal on a computer? Well, yes, of course. But there are actually benefits to doing it by hand with an actual pen and paper. Handwriting things forces us to slow down and process our thoughts more fully. There's also science to suggest that it's more effective when processing information to actually write it out by hand, unless of course you're physically unable to. This other part of the definition is that it's generally not meant to be read by anyone else. So as writers, we share our words publicly, right? But before we do that, we need to process our thoughts and our ideas privately with God. We need the freedom to explore ideas, thoughts, and feelings without the pressure of anyone ever reading them. Journaling provides us a safe place in which to do that. I heard from one very popular Bible study teacher that she has given her daughters, who are now adults, explicit instructions to burn all of her journals once she dies. She doesn't want to risk anyone ever reading them, even once she's with Jesus. So now let's circle back to that first part of the definition, the writing stuff down part. So what are we writing down? The short answer is anything you need to or want to. So Julia Cameron, in her book, The Artist's Way, suggests what she calls morning pages, which are three pages of journaling on anything and everything. It's sort of a clear the brain clutter exercise. And I know a lot of writers who find that very helpful. It can be stream of consciousness, grammar and spelling don't matter. It's just get all the things off your chest. So another option is to journal your prayers. I do this most mornings. I'm generally way too distracted when I pray, so writing it down helps me stay focused. I also journal conversations with myself to sort through something I'm struggling with. It gives me a place to work through the clutter of emotions and wayward thoughts in my head and try to make sense of it all. So journaling can also be a place to capture our thoughts and ideas that we might want to use in the future. And it's a place to give a voice to your inner thought life. That sounds scary now, doesn't it? <laughs> That's why no one else gets to read it, though. 
But seriously, when we write down what goes on in our heads, it creates a degree of separation. The psychology word for it is differentiation. So when our thoughts, including those of our inner critic and those of imposter syndrome, when those thoughts stay in our heads, they feel like they are us. I'm not feeling stressed. I am stressed. I'm not thinking about not being good enough. I'm not good enough. Becomes our identity. So it's difficult to sort through those thoughts and feelings and decide what is rational and beneficial and what isn't when those things stay stuck in our heads. But when we put them down on paper, it allows us to take a step back and realize that our thoughts don't make up who we are. They're just part of us. I'm not a stressed out person. I just happen to feel that way right now. We get to choose whether we accept those thoughts as true or reject them. This is why I believe that journaling can be so helpful in understanding the things that we struggle with and healing and growing in those areas. All that leads to another aspect to journaling that I wanted to lean into this week. I think that our gift as writers, our role, is to be observers of the world around us, our own experiences and struggles, and those of others. And then we take those observations and interpret them through the lens of God's word and our own unique perspective on the world. And that perspective comes from our own life experiences, our strengths, our passions. And that's why when I teach writers to discover who they're writing for, I encourage them to explore those aspects of themselves. Then we present a product on the other side of that processing that is something our readers will benefit from. A blog post, an email, a course, a book. My 20-year-old son has an engineering internship this summer at a food processing facility. So local farmers bring this facility their vegetables and the facility processes them cleans them, cooks them, adds preservatives and seasonings, cans them and adds labels so they can be distributed to grocery stores in the surrounding areas. Their current main product, I'm told, is a cold three bean salad. Now, if I wanted this three bean salad, I could grow the beans myself and clean them and process them and then have that with my dinner tonight. But um, gosh, that's a lot of work. So I'm happy to go to the store and pay for the jar of beans. Our role as writers is kind of like that processing facility. We take the raw materials of the world around us and in us, and we process it. And then we offer it to our readers in a form that's designed for their consumption. So where does journaling come in? Well, your journal is the processing facility. Journaling in private is where you take all those experiences, the things you're going through and learning, the things you're seeing going on in others and in the world around you, and you process them. You feed them through the filter of God's word and how you and Jesus interpret them together. You take the things you're struggling with and pull out the lessons you're learning from them. Some of the things in our journal may make it to public consumption phase, but much of it won't, and that's okay. It's just part of the processing. Now, I love analogies, and so humor me as I take this one a little bit farther. So this food processing facility has wastewater. It's probably water that was used to like steam the vegetables and stuff, but it doesn't end up in the end product. 
it, but it doesn't get wasted. Local farmers use that water to water their crops so they can have more vegetables to be processed and sold to the public. So in the same way, some of the content in our journals won't make it to into our end product, but it doesn't go to waste. It sets the stage for more idea processing in the future. Now, you don't have to only do this work through journaling. Sometimes talking through issues with a friend or even a counselor can serve the same purpose. Walking and praying and thinking can also be methods of processing. But journaling is really an effective tool to use. So I encourage you not to minimize the importance of that processing time. Take the time to journal and to talk to God about the things you're writing about. Don't feel pressured to put out content before it's ready. Why? Because nobody wants a half-cooked bean salad. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found it helpful in your writing journey. Please take a look at the show notes for links and resources that were mentioned in the episode. I would love to continue the conversation with you on Instagram. You can follow me there at Amy Simon Writer. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear about it. And you can help the podcast grow by subscribing and sharing it with others who might benefit as well. May you build a writing life that brings joy to you, glory to God, and benefit to others.